Welcome to Rise Through Style, a podcast for women stepping into their next level selves by styling their lives, businesses, bodies, and closets. I'm Christy Russell, image consultant, CEO, and media style expert. I help women embrace their bodies, take ownership of their desires, and create an authentic style that represents who they are. I'm here to show women how powerful they truly can be through style, because when women are fully expressed, we change the world. Let's jump in. Hello, beautiful women, and welcome back to another episode. Today's topic, I'm not going to lie, is juicy, (laughs) okay? It is something that I'm very passionate about and also something that I see a lot of bad information online regarding, and that is all about color analysis myths. Things that are just plain wrong when it comes to color analysis and finding your ideal colors. I'm going to dispel some of them today because like anything online, there's good and bad information. But with color analysis, for some reason, there's just a lot of bad, like really bad information. So I want to break down some of those for you today. Now, if you are someone that is intrigued by color analysis, if you want to learn how to do it professionally so that you can help other people find their ideal color palettes, the best makeup for them, the best hair colors, the best accessories, clothing, etc., whether you are an existing stylist or if you are someone that is not a stylist but maybe you just want to do color analysis, I would love to have you inside of my color analysis training. The doors for it just opened this week. This is the very first time I'm offering this training, which is so freaking exciting. (laughs) And we are going to deep dive into all of the color dimensions, color theory, the breakdown of actually how to look and analyze someone properly, both in person and virtually as well. I am super, super excited to offer this because this is something I do personally with my clients and have done for 15 years and also do it virtually now as well. And so I would love to have you inside of this program. I will leave the information for the color analysis training down below in case you want to check it out. The early bird pricing for it closes this week and the doors for the registration close altogether at the end of next week. I cannot wait. I would love to have you. So again, link is down below if you want to check it out. Okay, so now let's get into some of the the myths about color analysis because again, there's there's some wild things out there and I'm just going to touch on some of the more dominant few that I hear over and over again. And um, you guys can let me know if there's others that you hear, like tag me on Instagram, let me know. But these are some of the tops that I've heard. I'm sure I can address more and probably will in future. (laughs) So let's dive in. Now, the very first one and probably the one I'm not going to lie that irks me the most and is some of the most inaccurate information, but I repeat this over and over again as if it's almost a mantra, is that veins predict your undertone or that by looking at your veins, you can figure out if you are warm or cool in your undertone. And baby, it's not true. Anyone that says that your veins can predict your undertone hasn't got a clue what they're talking about, plain and simple. They just don't. And if so, someone says that you can look at your veins to figure out your undertone, to me in my eyes, you might as well click off the video, stop watching whatever you're watching, stop reading the blog, because anything else to me is just not credible at that point. Your veins, and I'm not sure exactly if this is where it came from, but Carol Jackson, who did the Color Me Beautiful uh, 
uh, book, and I know she was running color analysis services, uh, you know, before, she had at once, at one point said that sometimes you could look to your wrist because the skin was the thinnest there. And when comparing that to a white sheet of paper, sometimes you could see if you are warm or a little bit more pinky, which might mean that you're potentially more blue based in your undertone. And I don't know if that got taken out of context and somehow it got moved to veins. I'm not sure who started that rumor. That's the only way I could maybe see it morphing into what it has. Um, but it's just wildly untrue. As an example of this, because they say if you have blue veins, you're a, a cool undertone. I myself am warm. I have warm undertone to my skin. I'm a true spring. And that means I'm actually warm. And my, my veins are blue. So already right there, it, it just wipes things, it wipes things out completely. It's just not true. Just like I've seen other people with warm skin tones that have the blue veins and like just every single person I've met and analyzed over the years, it has been incorrect with. So that's one of those, again, myths that you hear about in color analysis all the time. I'm sure you've probably seen it in YouTube videos or other blogs. And again, it's just not true. Someone needs to be analyzed properly to see what their undertone is because there's even neutral undertones out there as well. And so looking at your veins or your wrist is just not necessarily an accurate way to depict what your coloring is. And so veins are a myth. They're a myth. Now, the next myth that's pretty popular is that blondes can be winter palettes or they could be a true winter. And again, that is a myth. Winters have a high contrast coloring, a very icy, cool coloring, and they typically have very dark hair, whether it's jet black or a black brown. Sometimes they have a red black, although that's rare, and they cannot be blonde. They just cannot. So if you're someone that was a natural blonde growing up, and maybe you had strawberry blonde hair even, it is safe to say that you are not a winter. If you think of someone like Lucy Liu, for example, or Cher, they're examples of winter. They have very like beautiful crystal clear skin, that dark, dark hair. There's a lot of high contrast there and they have very cool icy undertone to their skin. A blonde does not have that. She does not have that contrast or a male that has blonde hair does not have that contrast and therefore cannot be a winter palette. It's just not possible. So a blonde being a winter is a myth. It doesn't exist. Now, along that note, another one I hear quite frequently is that pale skin or fair skin equals cool skin. And again, that is a myth. <laughs> pale skin can be warm, cool, or neutral. It really depends on the individual. There's so many other things that come into play in terms of their undertone, their value, their intensity, and their coloring that needs to be looked at and analyzed properly. And again, as someone that's been doing this for such a long time, I have seen those with fair skin, myself included, be either warm, cool, or neutral. And I'm sure if any of you have seen me on YouTube before, if you scrolled my Instagram, you yeah, know I'm fair, like Lord help me, even when I used to put on <laughs> fake tanner, oh my God, I still looked fair. 
<laughs> even after my tan had processed. But I have warm skin. I, I am not cool skinned. I don't have a cool undertone. But there are palettes that do have very fair skin or could have fair skin that are cool toned. Just like there are some that have uh, fair skin that have neutral undertones. So again, it's not a one size fits all. It's different for everybody. And, you know, having painting someone with the same brush just because they're fair is not an accurate depiction of their coloring. And so again, this is a myth. Now on that skin tone note, those with deep skin tones, the myth or the what's always been said or often said is that deep skin tones, especially olive, are always warm. And again, this is a myth. So actually, deep skin tones can again also be warm, cool, or neutral. And typically when people are looking at something like olive skin tone, uh, as an example, sorry, most people are looking at the overtone. So that's what you see immediately when looking at someone, which could give off a warmer appearance. But again, without looking at the undertone, it's not necessarily accurate. So again, this one is a myth. A lot of deeper skin tones out there can be a full spectrum of undertones. They can all end up with different palettes. And so again, it's sort of like the fair skin. You can't paint everyone with the same brush. It does not mean that the skin is warm. It could often be that it's cool or neutral. And actually olive skin in particular, often in many analysis, actually has a cool undertone, surprisingly. So again, a major myth, you want to make sure that you're analyzed by a professional that has proper training in color analysis to get the most accurate palette to make sure that your colors make you look like you're glowing and aren't working against you. Because when you're wearing the wrong colors, it creates more shadowing in the skin. The skin can look sallow. Uh, or like more sickly almost, if you will, it can look a lot more aging. So all of our like shadowing that we naturally have under our eyes, by our nose, by our mouth, all of that becomes more pronounced. And it can actually end up making the skin look more textured and red. And so I know for some people that naturally have more redness to their cheeks, sometimes that can make it even worse for them and bring out even more redness to the skin. And this is those days where we feel like you're piling on foundation to, because it feels like your skin's just not cooperating with you. And oftentimes it's our color that's reflecting in the skin and what we're wearing that makes us feel that way. So this is why I love color analysis because it gives you like such a beautiful natural glow and makes your skin look so smooth and healthy and just like fabulous. Like you really truly get a wow factor. It's incredible what colors do. So again, if you can, if you, whether you find someone online like myself or someone local to you that can do it in person, trust a professional that has some proper training with it because it makes all the difference in the world. Now, another one that I've heard quite often is, can my hair color change my palette? So if someone goes to their hairstylist, they get their hair dyed a different color, like does that change their color results? And the answer to this is no. So your hair color, if you don't get the right sort of coloring for your palette, right, that's harmonious with your natural coloring based on your skin, it can influence how you look. And it can either work for you and create more harmony in your look, create more of a glow, create more of a healthy look. And again, add to that wow factor. Or it can be something where your hair, if it's not within your natural coloring, right, your natural undertone, it's going to be something that looks like it's working against you. And oftentimes women, you know, when they're wearing like the wrong hair color, it's dyed the wrong hair color. 
it can almost look like they're wearing a wig because something about it looks unnatural or sort of competing with their natural coloring, if you will. And so this is why if someone's trying to be blonde, let's say, or even brunette, like there's such a range or spectrum for whether someone can be a cool blonde, a warmer blonde, a neutral champagne kind of blonde. And, you know, all of those blondes, like one's going to look spectacular while the other one can look absolutely, absolutely horrible. Which is like, even for me, for example, like I, I choose a blonde that's more golden because it, it meshes well with my undertone, which is also warm. Whereas if I go to a white, I'm going to look completely washed out. Like truly, I'm going to look washed out. Like I'll look like a ghost <laughs> and I'm already fair. So that's not really what I want to do. So I want to make sure that I'm harmonizing with my coloring for the best result. So my palette will stay true to who I am. So the hair color change doesn't matter, but the hair color change will influence how I look because your hair color frames your face. Does that make sense? So you want to make sure, again, if, you're have, if you've had your colors analyzed, make sure your hair coloring is in harmony with that also because it's just going to add to your overall look. One of the other big myths that I've heard regarding color analysis is that certain eye colors belong to certain palettes or certain seasonal palettes and once more that is a myth so I've heard often that blue eyes automatically equal uh you know summer or winter palettes let's say for example and once more again that's inaccurate any season any palette could be any eye color okay you could have brown eyes and be an autumn a winter, a spring, a summer, one of the flows of those palettes. It could be any palette, okay? Now, however, the eye color itself will have variances in what it looks like if it belongs to a certain season. So a winter eye, if it's brown, will look different than a winter, or sorry, a spring eye that is brown. One will be warmer, one will be cooler but both can have brown eyes, they're just going to look different because our natural coloring harmonizes with the palettes that we're associated with. And so again, having a, a specific eye color like green eyes only go with autumn palettes, again, is just not true. Any palette can have any eye color, but that color of the eye is going to look different based on what that person's natural coloring is. So again, a spring green eye will be lighter and warmer than a uh, an autumn eye, which might be a little bit more muted, but still warm. Um, so the color, the tone, the undertone of the eye, like the flex of the color you see within the eye are all going to be different, but will create harmony based on that person's natural coloring. So again, this is why even like the DIY stuff you see online for color analysis is just not a great idea because in all the years that I've been doing it, I can count on one hand the amount of people that I've talked to that have actually gotten their DIY color analysis correct just because there's so much information online. And again, like anything, there is good and bad. And some of it, I mean, you don't know what they're reading, right? Like I haven't got a clue what someone's reading when they're doing the DIY stuff. And the thing is, is that if you get the investment, if you make the investment to have your colors done properly, at least you will be set on a path 
with the correct information that you are then investing in. And this is why I tell women like, please like save up the few hundred dollars to have it done well, because you're now going forward and taking that information to all of your shopping choices, all of your accessory choices, your hair color choices, like everything, your makeup. And you want to make sure it's the right stuff. So you're not making investments that don't serve you when it comes to your closet and that are working against you in terms of how you look every single day. Right. And so this is why I think like, again, the power of investing to give yourself that correct knowledge just pays itself dividends so that you're, you're trusting a trained expert that will help you spend your money wisely and spend your money in a way that's going to serve you when it comes to your closet. Because this is something that I take so seriously, even for my clients, because I, you know, I know that they're going to leave with their palette and start investing after that in other pieces of clothing or makeup or accessories based on what I've told them. And I, I hold that trust very deeply. And it means a lot to me to make sure that I get them the right results because I don't want them to waste their money, right? So this is why I really don't like the DIY thing and some of the things that you hear online because uh, to me, it's not just getting the palette wrong. It's what comes after the palette that can be so scary in terms of having all of your money go in a direction that may not necessarily be be serving you, which is really, really unfortunate um, and just something I would like for you to avoid if you can. So you can find people again that are local to you that do it online. Like I myself do it online and offer a few spots every month. Um, but I'm sure you can find trained professionals that are local to you in your city if you want to have it done in person as well, because it's just such a magical service. And honestly, when you see the results for yourself, whether it's explained again in a, a virtual service or in person, it's just fabulous when you get the right results. And uh, even myself, I can say from experience, before I had my colors done, before I had training myself, I thought I was a winter palette because that was what I was brought up to believe based on my fair skin. And so when I found out I was a spring, I'm not going to lie, I didn't take it very well at first. <laughs> but now it's something I wouldn't trade for the world and makes me feel so good, mostly because I can see what a difference it makes in, in my overall appearance. And it makes me feel beautiful. And that's one of the things that I love seeing about when you have your colors done well, women feel beautiful. They can see the difference that it makes when they look in the mirror because they're finding the right lipstick shades that finally look good on them and the right hair color and all the clothing. And it's just, it's an absolute confidence glow up. And it makes everyone feel so good too, because you're, you've got more information when you're shopping. So it weeds out all the stuff that doesn't serve if you really, really want to dive into your palette further. And of course, if this is something that interests you, if you want to look into color analysis training yourself, I would love to have you in my world. Again, doors are open right now. They're only open for two weeks, but I would be so honored to have you in my world and train you how to look at it properly as well. So again, the link for that is down below. And other than that, I am sending you so, so much love and I will catch you again in the next episode. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode. If you enjoyed it, I would be honored if you would leave me a review on iTunes. And if you really loved it, please be sure to share it and tag me on social media, which is at Christy Russell, to let me know. I'm always so excited to hear your thoughts. Sending you guys all the love to the moon and back, and I'll see you in the next episode.